Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Vacation Station Travel Show. Uh, you know we are the publishers of Big Blend magazines, and one of those is Vacation Station Travel Magazine. And you're going to find uh, this wonderful and fun story about traveling Ireland and Scotland. So, you know, we're going to be chatting with Linda Kassam again. Linda Kassam is a food, wine, and shopping diva. She joins Nancy and I here on Big Blend Radio every first Saturday to talk about her latest diva adventures. But this, you know, this is a it's a sad story, but it's not so sad. Um, this was a bucket list destination, <laughs> uh, both Ireland and Scotland for her. And when you read her story, you can see it on Blend Radio and TV.com right now. Um, you'll see that, you know, she got what her and her husband, Alan, got off on a rocky start. So welcome back, <laughs> Diva Linda. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Good. Thank you. Everything. I have great. to ask you nice. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, know, you never know. You never know. Yeah. You know, uh, last time we were talking about Scandinavia and, you, you know, talking about this was a big Europe adventure you hadn't been overseas you know during the pandemic and like many other people everybody got excited started traveling and what happened the COVID the it, you know I call it the Klingon from hell <laughs> it's just it needs to go well of all the of all the silly things to avoid it in the U.S. for two and a half years nothing zero and then we go on a four-week European trip, and we uh, we get it on uh, week number two, which is meaning we're coming off a cruise ship and having uh, and now going to fly to another country and go on a land tour, and that's where the story begins. So, it, as you said, it, uh, Ireland and Scotland have been a bucket tour item for me for a thousand years, and. Uh, as you as you will hear, it wasn't quite the the adventure that I thought it was going to be. But still, it just goes to show you you can do what you need to do even when circumstances are not as great as you would hope for. Yeah, I think this comes from being you know experienced in travel. Is like okay, uh, first thing I want to say is um, you had this ten day tour planned, and of <laughs> course this is you know a, a big deal. It is your anniversary. It's a big deal and bucket lists I mean the whole thing is like yay finally gonna you know wear divas you know sparkling emerald shoes coming up <laughs> she goes to Ireland and COVID strikes and next thing you know you're holed up in a hotel but you know one thing that no I noted right away is that your tour company um, helped you out and also that you had travel insurance which I had no idea all of that, you know, that it would actually cover you in all of this. So tell us a little bit about that part so people know how to book properly. <laughs> so in case it happens well, to them. I think all land tours, and this is a land tour, and, and even the cruise and so forth, encourage you highly to get additional trip insurance. And it's not inexpensive. So let's say that this the land tour was $6,000. By the time you're finished paying that or starting to pay that, you don't want to pay five, an additional $500 uh, for uh, trip insurance for two people. I mean, you just don't want to do that. But the Go Ahead Tours was smart in that they said, no, you got to do it. This is really uh, something that uh, we actually, I think 
if I remember correctly, you couldn't go on the tour unless you had you purchased some sort of trip insurance. So obviously we did, and thank God we did, because as you read, uh, we get to, uh, so we're in Norway, we fly over to um, uh, Edinburgh, Scotland, where the tour starts. We get to the hotel. Before you can go to the welcome dinner, you have to present a negative COVID test. So both neither Alan or I had been feeling all that well, but you know, uh, the two-week cruise was quite intense and we did a lot of stuff on there and then a lot of planes going here and there. Airports in Europe are just crazy. And uh, so by the time we got to the hotel, I thought, well, I'm not feeling all that well, but I'm probably just tired. Well, no, both of us, in fact, tested COVID. If you take this little COVID test, you know, if you have the first part of COVID, and it's the, the big part, uh, the COVID strip just blares at you. Like, it's, you know, they get a drop of something and it goes, you know, ding, 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 ping, ping, ping. You're oh, no, but it's not, the, not, it's not like the shopping ping. That's not <laughs> the good thing. No, <laughs> no, but, uh, but it was. So, we, so now we're in our room. We have our COVID tests in hand. Now we can't go out of the room. So we call the we call the tour uh, operator downstairs and say, well, you know, this is the situation. And boom, they just put things in place like within within an hour, everything was settled. Stay in your room. Uh, Europe is now a five day quarantine, so stay there for five days. Everything will be brought to you. Don't worry. Um, the the uh, the hotel. Uh, knows what to do, we know what to do, it's all good, everything's taken care of. If you do get anything outside the hotel for whatever reason or delivered or whatever, uh, just keep your receipts. So that was it, it was simple. And uh, you know, I thought, I thought we were gonna have to do 10 days, but no, we only had to do five. And I, I have to tell you, on day six, I was still a, a little bit um, tired. It, my husband and I both had it at the same time, he experienced it one way and I experienced it another. So, uh, you know, the two, the two of us going out, but we decided, you know, we only had one day before we had to get on a plane and go to Ireland. So we got out of the hotel on day six and uh, we found that uh, in other situations that if you have a limited time in any city, place, whatever, get on the hop on, hop off tour bus. Mm. Uh, in Edinburgh, as in Ireland, there are two to three different companies that call themselves the same thing. So somebody must have not trademarked that hop on, hop off name. And uh, it was great. You know, you get on it. If you're not feeling, uh, you know, your best self, you uh, get, you can sit on your ass for the entire, you know, two hour. It goes in a loop. And uh, you can either get off immediately when you find something you like, or you can stay. So my, my advice to people is to get on, to go ahead, you know, hop on, hop off tour bus is only about $20 each in American well, that's money. Not it's, not, it's not bad at all. No. And um, so anyway, we. And you don't uh, have to drive to on the wrong side of the street. You don't have to drive. And they sort of pick you up at these very convenient spots. And we got off for a few of them. And, but first we went all the way around and then we decided what we were gonna see. And I think that's uh, the best thing to do. I think it's good to, don't get on it too early because nothing's open, but don't get it on late because especially uh, if, uh, if you're in the fall or early spring and it gets dark early, that's a, that's a problem. So 
we got on about, mm, I would say about 11 o'clock and we were all done uh, maybe by four or five, I think. And uh, yeah, I think you save a lot of money. You don't have to get Uber or a taxi or whatever. That's not necessary. Wherever, wherever you go, there's going to be a, a spot for them to pick you up. And uh, a lot of the spots that we were supposed to go to were uh, royal uh, related. And of course, that was, oh, you don't know, but that was the time that the queen died. And so oh, yeah. many places in Scotland were closed. Yeah, she and passed her, away in Scotland. Yes. And, she, and so they were, so the place that one of the castles we're supposed to see was for the royal residence. And of course, she died there. And of course, it just shut down. Other businesses shut down just in honor of her to show uh, how much they love her. Not so much in Ireland, but certainly. You know, it's in, weird. We were in um, England when John Lennon got shot. Oh, and it was a really big deal. And it was little, little, little. Right. But I knew who he was. I knew his music, you know. Yeah. And yeah. it was like the world just stops when somebody so iconic, you know, passes like that. And and with the Queen, I remember it's Operation Unicorn. Glenn Burroughs taught us it's Operation Unicorn is what it's called in Scotland. So oh. if she passes, they have these sayings. And I'm like, what are you talking? His article, uh, you know, he was talking about Operation. I'm like, what do you mean unicorn? I'm thinking this is funny. And he's like, no, it's not funny. It's oh. part of like a crest or something that this oh. is, it's like a code word. What happens in place if she passes, just like you said, how the hotels already have these procedures and protocols. And so you're in Scotland while this happens. I mean, that's pretty wild. And so I mean, what was the coverage was... like while you're, I know you were watching it in the hotel room, but yeah, you were there yeah. When, yeah, we were in England when Lady Di got married to to what was then prince charles and nobody was doing anything but glued to the tv set of you know lady die and going through the cathedral and getting married and i was going you know this is pretty we'd come out of kenya we're out of the bush and into like what is this you know so it was kind of wow it was very interesting um as i said many of the businesses small and large just were closed until after the day after her funeral so that was about a week process or so. Or, uh, and little signs were in the windows saying, you know, may she rest in peace. She was a great, you know, a great person, blah, blah, blah. And it was, uh, I'm going to say most of the channels that we had anyway in the hotel had coverage. They, they did a couple breaks. You know, first it was real concentrated and then uh, sort of as the days went by, it wasn't quite so much. But as you said, there was, they knew exactly what to do. It wasn't like they were trying to pull all this together in a minute, you know, they just, it was just amazing. And I think the best thing for me seeing that was how no one was fighting, calling anybody names. The oh, parliament, nice. of course, over there is in England is going through some reorganization, <laughs> but you know what? There was none of that. None of that on TV, none of that out uh, while they were people were waiting in line. There was no picketing. There was no nothing. Um, occasionally, one of the uh, broadcasters would say something that was uh, uh, really not kind, but I think probably somebody in his ear was saying, knock it off because we're not doing that now. So, you know, because the big deal over there is uh, what is the worth of the royals, right? Yes, they, yes. Yeah. Do they have a place? And so this reorganization you know where king charles now steps up and 
and his son steps up and then the other one says, I never want to be part of it and he's in the US. So, uh, you know, that's great fodder for everybody. That's great news fodder for everybody. But you know what? I only heard it a couple times and then I, I'm sure somebody in somebody's ear is saying we're not doing that, so stop it. Yeah, I heard that they, here. Yeah, here just, too. Yeah. yeah, here, you know, well, the royal family has always been up to question. We did an interview with Glenn, everyone, Norfolk Tories is on our show the third Saturday. You're on the first Saturday. And, um, oh, excuse me, the fourth Saturday. I'll get my Saturday. No, it is. Yes, it's the fourth. Sorry. And um, he did a post interview with us about it because he had just written and we'd just done an interview on her uh Jubilee. I mean, you know, it was amazing her reign yeah. of who this yeah. woman was. And I think what was so interesting about her is understanding who she was as a woman from a young girl serving in World War II. Come on, you know, how she became queen. She didn't go, hey, I want to be queen one day. She didn't, it wasn't, it was, this is, and she took it with grace and strength. And I think that was the messaging we heard. And I think it's was really refreshing with you look at i mean the politics here the politics i don't pick a country at this point pick a <laughs> continent who's happy no one but oh, you actually she left it there were some things that weren't perfect and you can't be because we're all human right but i think she had some grace that we could kind of bring back into our world i think so <laughs> i think talking of grace yeah. one of the best things that i did in oh. edinburgh was to hop off the, the bus uh, in the big marketplace in the uh, uh, Royal Mile and then go, uh, we looked up where there would be afternoon tea. So yeah. we went and we found it. It was about, I'm gonna say it was about a 15, 20 minute walk from the bus. And um, uh, oh my gosh, I mean, for just figuring it out, when we first got to the hotel, um, we were looking at to go into the Palm Court area of the hotel it was a very famous uh, hotel and uh we went up and said we'd like to do afternoon tea thinking it was a week weekday and how hard could it be um they said they were full for like weeks <laughs> and we're going oh, oh no of course they would be it's a very famous place and a foodies uh delight and it should be on everybody's bucket list and then i don't know i had my husband talked to him and i don't know what he did but all of a sudden they said well okay you can come in and have tea but you have to be gone in an hour and a half i can well, do America, that we i can do quickly. that <laughs> i know 20 minutes that's all i need um so uh they let us in and had a wonderful spot for us we weren't even by you know, next to the kitchen or something it was very nice and it was spectacular and they apologized because the, the way they were honoring the Queens or notifying the Queens death was uh, the, they didn't have any music that day. So I think there's a, there's a musical part to this that we didn't get, but that I don't, I don't care. It was the most amazing service ever. And uh, the food of course was great. The attention was wonderful. So if anybody, uh, all the names are in my article, if you want to read that. Yeah, and, this is uh, just the way the guy was pouring the tea. Like, pouring. I'm like, are you kidding me? There's no way in heck. I mean, I'd be like, when I'd look like I'm dowsing. You know? <laughs> I asked him, I said, well, how long before you get to be the tea pourer? You know, that portion of the ceremony. 
He says, oh, it's a while. And you have to be in the kitchen for hours pouring cold tea. He said, first it's cold so you don't kill yourself or burn yourself. He said, but eventually you have to go to hot tea. He said, there are spills. <laughs> but eventually oh. you get proficient at it. And then, you know, the, the head guy says, okay, you're up. And uh, I mean, they're just relaxed and they're pouring two pots of tea at once from way up here. I mean, it's just crazy. It was what, just- what, With the tea, like, does the quality of the tea change when you go to something like this? Like, are, are they doing all organic or are you- able to get herbal tea if you're not into you know the the, the typical that's black a good tea. question yeah i noticed that almost at every tea house i've ever been at they favor one one tea company mm. and that tea company generally has a whole line of anything you could ever want uh from even vegan now teas and so forth i mean it's just crazy so um they give you a list of the teas available on that day, and there's probably 10 of them. And each one at the table can select a different tea. Oh, nice. And, and you can tell whether you're picking a, a good tea or not by the expression on the surfer's face. So this is like, like going to a said. wine bar in a way. Yeah. Oh, very, very much so. And um, and if you make a mistake, you can ask for a second tea and, and they all, you know, they all just accommodate you because I love anything that has fruit in it. My husband doesn't want anything but Earl Grey. So that, so that like most tea shops, everybody gets their own pot of tea and that actually, and that it was the same on the cruise I went on. Uh, okay. And I think that makes more sense. So, uh, and then of course, at this place, uh, you could have cocktails. So they sort of encourage you to have your cocktail first. I had a, a strawberry mimosa, which was unbelievably wonderful. Wow. And then once you're through with that, then they uh, come back. And there's no rush, even though we said an hour and a half, you know, there's no rush. And, um, you know, they're just there to make it absolutely beautiful. And the, the decor in this thing was unbelievably beautiful. They had this huge dome and they had all these chandeliers and, Oh my gosh, what an experience. Did, oh, did they do gold the gold rim on the teacup? Because I remember you talking oh, yeah. about that makes oh, it. Big... Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean it wow. was just uh I, I, you couldn't have asked for more. I mean, maybe there's a bit even better place. I think it was a hundred dollars per person. I think that was how much it was, but worth every dime. I mean it was a, a wedding anniversary gift to from Alan to me you know he, he'll go to tea but it's not like his very favorite thing to do he'd rather be at the pub eating you know bangers or something but you guys so, balance um, out your marriage pretty well I mean you know with you go on the boat very different then, okay, people. this time yeah you 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 but that opposites attract right and I think that's a cool yeah. thing and to travel together it's you know, I know even when we've traveled with you, we're all a little different. And then it's like, yep, next, yep. you know, you're going in a gold mine in Julian. And yep. you're like, I didn't know I was going to go to gold mine. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I was like, I want to do the shopping. And we're like, we don't want to do the shopping. <laughs> well, you, now you sent us on a shopping mission. Thanks, Linda. But we actually, you've made us really changed our mindset of things, you know, and, and that's the thing, I think when you it's not your thing you you still get to learn something new that you didn't know and I think that's the whole part of travel is to actually do things that you don't think you want to do you know what I mean I would agree I would absolutely so, agree I mean I would have never thought that I would really like a hop on hop off bus because I'm not a bus person but every country I've ever been to, to we Spain 
I think almost all the places we went to, Australia, gee, everywhere, it just gives you a very uh, quick version of the place you're in, and it's very safe. And if all you want to do is just go round and round on the bus, you can do that. There's no, you've got to get off until it's, mm. until it's the end of the day and then you have to get off. But uh, gosh, we got to see so many things. And as I said, the tea was a highlight of my trip, actually. Mm. We had wonderful tea aboard um, uh, the Viking cruise, uh, but this was blew everybody else out of the water. Really the best tea I've ever had. So That's awesome when you have those experiences. But then on the other side, now, what was Alan thinking about Guinness? Did he enjoy going to, uh, in Dublin? He, it sounded like that was really packed too, going to the Guinness. Oh, it was so packed that we weren't able to get into uh, the, some of the major things. We were able to walk by and look at it and so forth and get uh, beer back at the hotel and so forth, that same beer. But, you know, it's more of an experience if you go, because it has music and and all that kind of stuff and you're but, looking at all the different people when you have covid right after having covid you're like stay away <laughs> i know i know uh, well you're not quite way. sure you know i mean it said the, the test said negative but you know sort of wondering about it but uh out we went and uh, alan drank Guinness most of the time that we were uh in uh scotland so it was very very good and and i think he enjoyed himself i think he would have enjoyed himself a little bit more if we'd gotten into one of those pubs but uh, mm. uh all the strange things i didn't i did not plan for so many tourists and locals there were just they were mixing and matching and and uh, it was just amazing I, the amount of tourists or maybe it's locals i don't know but you know it's a college town dublin's sort of an yeah. is sort of a uh, college town and uh so you have that mix there and we'd have a little bit more time the next day but we didn't we had to hop on a plane i love edinburgh get... i went to edinburgh castle when i was a little girl and i went i think we did every castle we could in england scotland and wales and i've collected postcards but i was all into the castles because you talk about the royalty i mean diva linda this is your style i mean you can go in and see their fashions with all their jewels and i, I would just look at this going how did they do this? All this intricate work and the the big cloaks and the capes and the, I always just thought, and then you think this, here's this, you know, opulence. And then you go down in the dungeon and you can see where people are guillotined <laughs> and executed and hanged and, you know, and you see all like where they would shoot things up through the, you know, over the moats and like, wow, okay, this is like a whole other, it's really rich, rich history. When you see these historic churches and castles, it just really takes you back to understanding medieval life. And that's a thing too, that you experienced was some really rich medieval history, which it's, it's medieval pages are crazy. Yeah, you know? It's crazy to see a lot of these old buildings, especially uh, on the, the Royal Mile now turned into um, shops and restaurants and so forth. And uh, you know, you have to think about how long some of those buildings have been there. And now they're like souvenir shops or, you know, they're this or the that. Uh, and um, many of the churches, of course, are no longer churches. They're their businesses as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. It's just this dichotomy between old and new. Right. And, and what you but everything is, you know, in progress. I mean, moving forward. So, uh, you know, probably yeah. look different again when we go back. Oh, well, Europe is so fashionable, too. That's what's so interesting. Oh, they're always it's this you know progressive in regards to style and design 
and here you've got these I mean and then when you see the older buildings you're like they really had that forefront of design and that to me whether it's clothing you know the cathedrals and the like what you were talking about where you had tea just that intricacy and attention to detail you and I love the attention yeah. to detail that's <laughs> right you know could, it, could anybody could any would any hotel be able to afford what I saw you know marble floors and grand banisters and and these I'm the, the beautiful glass dome thing. And I mean, I don't know if anybody could build that now. It just costs too much money, but uh, boy, I'm sure glad I got to see it because it was just absolutely beautiful. And, so uh, are you going to go back? I mean, if you go- I think I would like to, uh, uh, I would go to a different area, of course, and both of them, but um, yeah, I, one day in Edinburgh does not, does not tell you a lot about Scotland, but it tells you something. Um, so uh, we were going to, the 10 day tour we were going to take was going to go all over the place, but, uh, oh, well, it's just the way it goes, but. Um, and Dublin, Dublin, did you like, would you go back to Ireland and go back to Dublin? I would, I would go on the other side closer to the water, I think. Uh, but uh, this, Ireland is really green. I mean, we live part-time in the Northwest here, you know, in Seattle and uh, have been up to Alaska and into Canada a lot and stuff. They, they don't have anything on green. Uh, Ireland That's is insane. just- it, It's insane to it's think, right? Just, it's just insanely beautiful, insanely green. And um, and it's good to see, you know, we took a um, first day, we were there, we only had two days. First day we were there, we went on the hop on, hop off bus. And that took us around to all the sites, and that was that was fun and good. And then the second day, uh, we took a nine-hour bus tour, and that sounds like a lot, and it is, but it was comfortable. And um, and it took us to uh, so we so we were going to Killarney, and that's way away. That's like nine hours away or so, and uh, it would be five hours away probably. And um, and we got to go through the national park and we got to go to uh, an old monastery. And that was interesting to see the graveyards and, and the fact that unlike the US, not every part is of, of their country is being um, new housing. You know, they, they're smart, mm -hmm. they're keeping a legacy going and people wanna see it. I mean, there are tons of buses to see all these places. And of course, uh, Killarney was our final stop, and uh, it was very interesting because when we got off the bus, the bus, the tour driver, the tour guide, and the bus driver were going to go to lunch. And so we said, "Well, where are you going to lunch?" And they said, "Well, in the design center, right across from the castle." And so we went with them, and it was one of the best meals we had on the entire uh, land tour trip, uh, other than the tea. And what did, uh, what did I get? I got Irish stew. And uh, it was, you know, it was really good. It was excellent. And uh, I don't know, I forget what my husband had, but it was all local foods and local desserts and local uh, drinks. And uh, it was wonderful. And wow. the town of Killarney is a fun place to go shopping. It's another one of those things that old, old buildings that have newer stores in it and so forth. And I didn't see a lot of empty stores, which was good. You know, that was really mm -hmm. good. And it's a, a fairly compact shopping center. 
So right next to the castle, so you can just kind of go over there and, and browse and so forth. And uh, and that was nice. That was lovely. And uh, the Phoenix Park, know. that is something I wanted to I want to go to from uh, what you were writing about. Like it's uh, like a, it's a park, but with deer and it's bigger than um, it's huge. Park, but it's yeah, got like, that was on the hop off hop on. Was that on the hop on hop off bus? I don't know. I think so. And anyway, it. Um, it's the largest, it's an, they call it an urban park mm -hmm. and it's just huge. And there's, there's fields of, for athletic things. There's fields for walking, there's field, gardens. I, you know, I didn't have oh. a chance to, that's one of the things I didn't get to get off the bus and, and get to see, but oh my gosh. And it's all well-kept. You know how sometimes there's no money and then you start seeing the icky stuff and it was beautiful. I mean, this is so weddings. important to have these urban parks, you know, that, I mean, that's what, you know, Nancy and I started, as you know, with the Love Your Parks tour was national park units, you know, monuments and memorial sites and, and national parks and, monu you know, all of that. Now it's like every single park because we'll go to like a small town, you know, middle of East Texas or something, you know, yep. wherever, Kansas, you know. And you'll have this very old historic downtown. You get that feel for, wow, this is like an agricultural community. They'll have the big water tank, you know, and, you know, that kind of thing. And then you'll see in between like stores, somebody's made a tiny pocket park. It's just like a little grassy thing, maybe a gazebo, maybe like one of those lending book library things, you know. Um, and someone would have planted something. Eventually a mural comes in and it's just a place where people can go in between work or just sit down and stop. And I think it's something we talked about shopping. This is actually a really important thing. I think that there's these places to just stop and get to know your surroundings, but it becomes a green space for wildlife and birds. And it, otherwise we're gonna have all these dead zones. The more we I don't agree. garden, the more dead zones we're going to have, and then life is just going to suck. So <laughs> we want these parks. So these urban well, parks are a big deal, and they do bring in commerce. That's the other thing. You know, public art comes in, shops come in. You know, that's it becomes something. You know, a lot of urban parks will have events and festivals, walking areas, bird gardens, like you're saying. But then food trucks will come in, and it becomes a lunchtime place, and it is a healthy thing for people to experience. I'm so glad to hear that about Dublin. I had no idea. Oh, it's it just was Dublin. huge. It's, I think, you know, it's bigger than Dublin. I mean, it's just huge. And it, uh, and it was lovely to see all the uses, all the different kind of uses and all the walking trails. And, oh, I mean, this place is huge. Oh, that's I keep saying that. I didn't get to go to the interior of it. I was, you know, just sort of in the, sort of the side of it mm -hmm. going through. But, oh, my God goodness and lots of cars were there um parking and and just enjoying it and so forth and this i think they have buses that go in and out you know just local buses that you can just hop on hop off not not that i mean they'd be regular city buses but uh it was wonderful to see all the different use you know people just having picnic people i there i was i understand that there's a sculpture area or sculpture garden there's a botanical garden i think there's a zoo uh, yeah. There's so much there because it's so large and it's well-maintained, beautifully manicured. It's really, really beautiful. I didn't see any area that was uh, overgrown or neglected mm -hmm. or, or whatever. And everybody seemed to have just a wonderful time. 
I did. This I didn't awesome. get off the bus. It was just wonderful. Yeah. I want to go. Perfect. I want to go. We didn't do Ireland at all when we were there. I mean, we lived there, but we did England, Scotland, Wales. We didn't do the Isle of Man, which our family comes from, and we didn't do the Isle of Wight. So now it's like we need to do the eyes. <laughs> Did you do the eyes? Yeah, I think, yeah, I, you know, my husband, I mean, we certainly in three days for two countries didn't see enough, right? Of, I mean, I, I could say it's off my bucket list, but it's not. It's back on because we didn't really get to spend any, um, I'd call it enjoyable time, you know, just downtime, just go to the park and just sit there and watch everybody or go to the gardens or or whatever i mean that mm. to me would have been uh and she wants high tea every single day thank you very much every day would be wonderful yes and these two yeah. countries of course they they serve tea constantly which is quite wonderful and uh but i did see uh both both hotels uh have given in and uh are doing cappuccinos and they have the big fancy machines so Brett you know breakfast with breakfast and so forth so uh, uh I thought gosh I you know I didn't know last time we went to England you couldn't there was not a cappuccino to be seen you could see it in Italy and some of the other countries but England was sort of holding out but not so hmm. much anymore man this is interesting you know just how it, how it how it all changes so where's next for you I don't know. I, I don't, I really don't know. I kind of, I kind of have my eye on Egypt. Ooh, that's where the, but we'll um, see if that, if that can materialize or not. I, I would uh, I actually stupidly, no, it's not stupidly. I had an opportunity to go there this year instead of Scandinavia, but it was, it would be too it was a Viking cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would be a long ship too, which would be much more my Ooh. style. Yeah, so it would be the smaller boat, and they because it's more maneuverable and go in and out. Although they sent me a, a a promotional thing that just was talking about the Christmas market. Oh, that was a wonderful, wonderful. I would love. Oh. I could go on that every year, every single year. So. See? I mean, that was because it changes so much. Uh, you know, I probably wouldn't have wanted to go last year because I don't think who Germany is especially is really strict on um, COVID. So mm. uh, I'd have to check that out because most of the uh, markets are in, are in Germany. But anyway, let's let's have our fingers crossed for 2023 that Egypt. Uh, maybe I can that would be Egypt. cool. You just want to get maybe back on a camel. Yes, after yeah, Jordan, she's all like, "Yeah, yeah, let's get get the diva on the cam." I'll never it. forget when we were seeing your photos, and I'm going, "How is she like posting from the Bedouin lands, you know?" And then diva's in a like a tent thing, going having yeah, tea, yeah. and you know, and then she's like on a camel. I know. I, I would go, Nancy, Nancy, come look on Facebook. Diva's on a camel. She's like, no way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a great experience. How about Diva's on a burrow for an hour? That was when, interesting. Where was that? That was in Jordan. It in was. That's park. right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Cool. So, uh, you know, that was, I think, who would ever think you'd do that? But I did. And it was, you know, the rocking, as long as you can get you know into the you have to and not worry too it. much about rocking off or yeah or flipping forward if you just, just don't think about those things you know it's a it's a great experience and the funny part is the guide rides runs next to you the entire time 
So you have a guy, they don't, they don't have their own girl. You have, they just have you and they're, they're walking that and wow. it doesn't walk. It sort of trots. So I think that's interesting. That's a lot of, that's hard work. That's hard that's, work. I, well, these guys are skinny, you know, they're, they're like, working for their dollar. That's for darn sure. No you kidding. Know? Very sweet. No kidding. Always, yeah. Always very sweet. Everybody was always sweet. But when we got to Ireland, nobody was closed for the, the queen. Uh, very little mention of her or like, it was like a non-event. There was a wow. little bit of stuff. It was, uh, some of it was on TV. I think, I think the most coverage they got was the funeral. I saw that uh, that it was uh, in the hotel lobby, which I I found hmm. interesting. So, uh, hmm. you know, that's very. I I didn't. Hmm. Of course, if you know the history, well, they of are Ireland, different. Yeah, it's a little Ireland. Yeah, the whole. You know, it's it's a still bit going of conflict there. Yeah, we just did an interview um, about a documentary called Young Plato, um, and I really encourage people to watch it. It's something that can unify the world. It's about a, a, a principal teaching um, philosophy to young students to overcome the turmoil that their families, the generational turmoil in Belfast, and teaching them to map out things like, oh, I, why did I do this? You know, why did I hit this boy? Yeah. Oh, and, and go through that. I know as a you know, teacher, you, you would appreciate this. So, and, and it really shows the history of what Ireland went through, the Protestant and Catholics and and even the little kids, you know, how they run around with some of that in them. And it's, and they don't want that. The kids want unity. And to see this newer generation come through, it's beautiful, beautiful and inspiring. So I, yeah, I want to go to Ireland. I want to go. You, you've, you need to go. Yeah. Okay. It was beautiful where I was. I went on the other side though, where the, where all the shopping is, where the, uh, crystals made and all that sort of stuff Ooh. so I wasn't close to that at all so I, that that's what I would you do need to go the back. Side. I would like to cliffs the beautiful beautiful you know oh yeah under the water cliffs and all that yeah so mm -hmm. we'll see but if somebody says would you prefer to go to Egypt I would have to say yes because I haven't been there yet yeah it's time it's, it's time on my bucket list yeah okay yeah. well we're, we're gonna be waiting we're, I know you yeah, do the northwest too. pacific northwest too maybe we'll see you there but in the meantime, we'll see you for next month's conversation. And we're going to be talking okay. about promoting books and articles. And we're going to go on the business side. Uh, so that's going to be fun to chat with you again. So Diva Linda, take care and have fun and happy holidays. Uh, I know, you know, don't tell Alan everything you're doing. <laughs> Just kidding. It's the holiday well, season. Well, I, I bought his Even Christmas present. <laughs> yeah, well, I bought my his Christmas present to me yesterday. That makes okay. sense. Yes. Even they even wrapped it at the store. So I said, well, I That's said, here's it. what you're getting me. He said, do I want to know? I said, well, you're going to see it on the credit card. Let's I wait. See. <laughs> what did he want? What does he want for Christmas? He wants an electric panel for the boat. All right. Well, there no, it is. So he gets is. to shop for that himself, right? And then wrap it. Yeah. Well, yeah. But you know. That's just the way a marriage works or a relationship works. Yeah, absolutely. It's all good. Yeah, you got to celebrate each other's, you know, that's Stuff. that, that, yeah, everybody's got to have their, their own thing, you know, I dig it. 
Well, thank you so much, Diva Linda. Everyone, uh, Diva Linda's article under Linda Kassam is on blendradioandtv.com. And you'll also see it in the upcoming issue of Vacation Station Travel Magazine. And follow her adventures. Go to allingoodtaste.info. And of course, keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. She's here every first Saturday. Thank you.